Okay, good morning everybody. Today's daf is Nazir daf Mem Aleph. We are holding on daf Mem Amud Beis. We are at uh, Amri, a few lines from the end of the page, on daf Mem Amud Beis. Today's year is sponsored by Dr. David Lander, in honor of his wife and children, Adeline Nishmas' mother, Golda Basimchala, Shalom, also by Ellie and Brina Gantrow, in honor of the first yard site of Ellie's father, Dr. Mendy Gantrow, Menachem Mendel Yitzchak Ben Harav Moshe Zalman, whose yard site is Tuesday in the Shem Shevan Aliyah, and uh, also by Avi and Ellen Freilich in memory of Avi's father, Harav Yitzchak Dov Ben Rav Ram Yaakov, whose yard site is today in the Shem Aliyah. We thank all of the sponsors very, very much for the sponsorship. So what we're going to discuss today is really continuation of the discussion we started having yesterday. We had mentioned in yesterday's daf that Giluach is not only something that is done by a Nazir, it's also something that's done by Levim, and it's also something that's done by a Mitzorah. And we had had differently moved him to try to figure out how we know that uh, that each of those uh, uh, each of those uh, people require giluach bitar. So we were working on how do we know that a mitzora requires giluach bitar. So the Gemara is going to continue that discussion, and particularly on Amad Aleph, we're going to focus on how Rabbi Elazar derives that a teglachas mitzora is done dafka with a. Ta'ar, dafka with a razor. And then the Gemara is going to discuss why the Torah needs to tell me that a Mitzorah shaves Rosho, that a Mitzorah shaves Zikano. It already says in the Pasuket that he shaves Kol Sa'aro. So once you tell me he shaves Kol Sa'aro, what are, what's the separate limud from Rosho and from Zikno? That obviously that uh, Kol Sa'aro includes his head, it includes his beard. And that's going to lead us into a discussion of Asei Doche Losase. And the Gemara is going to have the source for the concept of Asei Doche Losase, both according to the sheet of the Rabbanan and according to the sheet of Rabbi Eliezer. So let's again pick up where we left off yesterday. We are at Amri for like from the bottom of the page on Daf Mem Amid Beis. So what we had just said is that, uh, that that it's possible that really maybe a person uh, a mitzora who uh, who removes his hair using other uh, utensils, even not a ta'ar, is in fulfillment of the mitzvah. And the uh, the reboy of the word zikano is not telling me that a kohen mitzora is megaleach uh, his his, uh, his his beard because uh, that that and, and which would then bring or be a that it has to be with with tar? No, maybe it's telling me that even if he uses a tar, that's fine. He's allowed to use a tar as well, but not that he's dafka has to use a tar. So says Gemara Amri. So they responded, no. The word zikano has to be teaching me that teglachas mitzora is dafka betar. That teglachas mitzora must be done with a razor and with nothing else, because isal kadaitoch. Because if you're going to assume that ki avinami b'milkat v'rehitni that even if a mitzorah were to use a, a tweezer or a plane or something like that, that he'd be yotze is chiv to glachas, and I don't need the reboy of zikano to tell me that he's allowed to be megaleach even with a tar lishto kramine. Um, uh, the uh, and I would only need. I'm sorry. And the word zikano would only be teaching me that he uh, that he that he has to, that he's allowed to use a tar, but not that he dafka has to use a tar. Then lishto kramine. Let the Torah not write the riboy at all of Zikano, Vana Amina. And I'll figure out on my own that a Mitzorah is allowed to be Megaleach Betar, based on the Kalvachomer from a Nazir Tahar. That's how the uh, Tosas and the Rosh assume in their first daya that the Kalvachomer is from a Nazir Tahar. Then they bring another daya that the Kalvachomer is from a Nazir 
Tame, but let's assume for a moment that we make the Kav Chomer that are from a Nazir Tahar as follows. Magabi Nazir di Isura Ka'avid, if by a Nazir who at the time that he was Makabal as Nazirus, he was in violation of an Isser because he took a Neder Nazirus and anyone who takes a Neder Nazirus on a certain level is called a Chote. We had that back on Daf Yud and again on Daf Yud Tes. Rebbe Lezer Kapar Baribi who said that Vichipar Alav Me'asher Chota Al Nefesh. Vichibezo Nefesh Chotaza. We said that uh, what kind of Ave? Is a guy doing? No, he's mitzar atzvuminayayin. So that's why he's considered to be a sinner. So by a nazir who is by definition a sinner, just by becoming a nazir, and nevertheless we say he has to be megaleach kol rosho, and 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 we allow him to violate the isser of akafas harosh in the fulfillment of his nazirus, even though he's the one that put himself in that position by doing an avera by being makabel the nazirus. We still allow that nazirus, which the whole thing is an enterprise in Aveira. We allow that Naziris to be Doha, the Isra of HaKavas HaRosh, Sahacha by a Mitzorah, the Mitzvah, where his Teglachas is a Mitzvah. It didn't come about through any sort of Aveira. Uh, he just became a Mitzorah. Now he has Mitzvos of a Mitzorah. So lo kolshkein, all the more, all the more so that uh, the Dinim of Mitzorah are going to be Doha, the Isra of Hashchas HaSazakan. So you see that the Reboy of Zekano, uh, it must be teaching me that he, that he has has to be Megaleach Betar. Because again, if the Reboi of Zikano is not telling me that he has to be Megaleach Betar, I wouldn't need it to teach me that he's allowed to be Megaleach Betar. That I can learn from a Kalvachomer from Nazir. Of course he's allowed to. Even the Nazir is allowed to do Akavas Kalarosh. So of course a uh, Mitzorah should be allowed to be Megaleach Betar. It must be that the Reboi of Zikano is coming to teach me that he must be Megaleach Betar. It is an interesting assumption the Gemara is making over here that a Nazir did an Avera to become a Nazir. Okay, so we said if he's a Nazir Tahar, the Avera that he did was just the enterprise of being Makabel Nazira. Certainly, if you go like the second day until in Russia, we're talking about a Nazir Tameh, okay, then Vada he did an Avera. But the other half of the assumption, and a Mitzorah, he did nothing. There's no Avera in being a Mitzorah. What did he do? It was just something that happened to him. He developed a skin condition one day, and it turned out that he had Saras. Yeah, but we know the Gemara in Masech Sarach and Adav Tazayin tells us that Amr of Shmobar Nachmani Amr Rabbi Yochanan, Al Shiva Dvarim, the Goyim Bayin. That there are seven averos for which a person is punished with tsaras. Most famously, is alashon hara. But the other the other items on the list are also uh, very impressive averos: shvichus damim and shvashav and giliarayus and gatsaruach and gezel and tsaras ayin. Not nice things. These are all averos. So uh, you get you become a mitzora because you do a whole list of averos. So what do you mean? It doesn't come about through any uh, through any issues. So in the Alkut Shimoni and Parshat Mitzora, it says that if a person is Boel and Nida, the children are lokim bitzara'as. That there are some things that you can uh, get uh, tzara'as for uh, through no fault of your own, right? If let's say, uh, you know, the mashal, a person is a mamzer. He didn't do anything wrong if he's a mamzer. It means that his parents did something wrong. But he's the one that's stuck with, uh, with, uh, with that status. So you could become a mitzara, the al says, based on based on the, uh, the, the Avera that his parents did. So not every time a person has Tzaras doesn't mean that he did an Avera. So that's what the Achronim suggests over here, that, uh, that maybe that's what the Gemara means, that uh, it's Lav Davka, that a person did an Avera just because he has, uh, he has Tzaras. So, we, we're, we're, so we're suggesting the, the, this, this, uh, this Kal that if by a Nazir, where the whole enterprise is an enterprise of Avera, and nevertheless we allow the Dinim of Nazir 
to be Docha the Yisra of Akafas Arosh, because the Nazi has to shave his head, so obviously it means he's cutting off his payas. So uh, Mitzora, where the enterprise is not an enterprise of Avera, for sure we would allow Tiglachas with a uh, with a razor in violation of Tiglachas Hazakan. I wouldn't need a reboy in the Pasuk for that. So the uh, Rush points out that by a Nazir, there's a difference between two. By a Nazir, you can't be Mekayim Mitzvah Giluach without violating a Kavasarosh. But by Mitzora, if we were going to assume that it's not a requirement to use a razor and that you could use Malakit Rehitni, you could use all these other uh, implements to remove the hair for a Mitzora, so it, it doesn't necessarily have to be uh, the, a violation of the lava of Ashkasa Sazakan. So how can you learn one from the other? So uh, the Rosh says, yeah, the Gemara just doesn't think to, be, to, to make such a chilek. doesn't think that's such a difference. That by Nazir you don't have any other choice. Uh, whereas by, uh, by Mitzora there's another t- a choice. Tulsa's then raises the question that there's a pircha in this Kalvachomer. You can't learn uh, from Nazir to Mitzora because by Nazir we have mitzvos yaseros by a Nazir as opposed to Mitzora where there aren't mitzvos yaseros. Uh, there are a lot of other mitzvos that relate to a Nazir that don't relate to a Mitzora. And furthermore, Teglachas of Nazir is only docha one lav of Hakav Sarosh. A Mitzora Kohen, if he's Megalech Betar, it's docha lav and Nase because we know Nobody's allowed to be Megaleach, their beard with a, with a razor, but a Kohen has a separate, has Kedoshim Yu, he also has a Mitzvah Saseh, not to be Megaleach. So how can you learn from Nazir to Mitzvah? So because of that, uh, of, of, of those uh, Kashas, Tosos comes to the conclusion that this uh, point the Gemara is making right now is not really the Gemara's Iker point. You'll notice that the very next word in the Gemara on the top of Memal Ramalf is Visu. And I have another point to make. So Tosos says, yeah, that's the real point. Whatever we're about to see is the real point the Gemara wants to make. This point the Gemara is making is not particularly strong. The point that the Gemara is saying that, oh, you know, I don't need the word Zikano to tell me he's allowed to use a tar. I can figure that out from a Kalvachom from a Nazir. No, you can't. It doesn't match. The Kalvachom is not going to work from a, uh, from a Nazir. The Gemara is just saying it. Uh, I'm not sure why, but, uh, but that's not the main, the main, the main point. Um, so says the Gemara, Visu. So what is the real point the Gemara wants to say according to Tosos? If you're going to tell me that if a, if a Mitzorah uh, removes his hair with other utensils, that he's be, being Mekayim, the Mitzvah of Teglachas Mitzorah, and therefore the, uh, the Reboy of Zekano is not teaching me uh, the, uh, the, the uh, is not teaching me the Hetzer to be Megalech Betar Ta'ar, from the fact that it doesn't say Mefurish in the, in the, that, that he's allowed to be Megalech Betar, it's only a reboy. And the reason for, the, for that Hetar is, 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 is that uh, it's not enough to have a reboy as a Kano. You, you, you would need a, uh, a, 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 in order to, to, a, to have such a Hetar, it would not be enough to have a reboy as a Kano. You would need a more Mefurish of Pasuk telling me to use a Ta'ar. Why? Kresh Lakish, the Amar, Klamakam, Shatamotse, Asevalosa, say, Imatiachalakayamishne. Whenever you have an assay and a los assay, if you're able to fulfill the mitzvah assay without violating the los assay, then you have to do that. You're not allowed to just go ahead and violate the lav. So you have to uh, do the assay without violating the los assay, vim lav, but only if it's not possible to be mekayim the mitzvah assay without violating the lav, then we rely on yavo assay, v'yid as los assay. Then we rely on the principle of assay 
So by Teglachas Mitzora, if it were possible to be Mekayim Shneim, to be Mekayim the Mitzvah of Teglachas Mitzora, and not violate the Isra of Giluach, so then of course you would have to do that. You, so you, uh, from the words of Kano, you can't be teaching me that, oh, yeah, I know that to do the Mitzvah Mitzora, you're allowed to use a Milkat and Rehitni, you're allowed to use other uh, items, but you're also allowed to use a tar. No, you can't use a tar. We can't allow a person to use a tar. There's another way to fulfill the Mitzvah of Mitzorah without violating the Yisra of, uh, of Giluach, then you got to do that. You can, with the, that, that ha, to, to give such a heter that you could use a razor is so sir, this klal of Asedochalosa say only when it's Ef Shalakayim Shrehem. So it must be that the Reboy of Zakano is teaching me that uh, Kohen Mitzorah has to be Megaleach Dafka Betar, and that Mitzorah has to be, uh, and, 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 and therefore it's Muchach, that a Mitzorah has to only use a Tar, is not allowed to use anything else. So that's how I know that the word Zakano was not just telling me he can also use a tar, because uh, I would need it much more explicit in the Pasuk, because telling me that he can also use a tar goes against all the rules of Asedochalosa, I say. So it must be that since it's only a reboy in the Pasuk, it's not telling me that he's also allowed to use a tar. It's telling me that he's only allowed to use a tar, and that's why. Um, and because he's only allowed to use the tar, that's why uh, it's ef shalakayim shneim. You can't do both the assay and avoid violating the los assay. So that's why we apply the principle of assay docha los assay. Where do we have such a such an example of uh, of, of an assay that's uh, that that uh, that that assay v'lo that you're yachal lekayim shneim that you're able to do both? So the mefarish gives the example like mitzvah tzitzis, where if you have a talish al tzemer, you could use strings of tzemer. And if you have a talishal pishtan, you can use strings of pishtan, and you won't have to violate the iser of uh, of shatnis. So uh, the uh, the gemara in Yevamos and Davdalid uh, is the primary sugi of say dochalosa say, and over there it's, uh, the gemara has a lima that you're allowed to use tzemer uh, st- uh, strings on a talishal pishtan, even though it's yachal kaim and by putting tzemer uh, uh, on a talishal tzemer. But if you happen to have a talishal pishtan, then you're going to need to use tzemer strings. So it's a curious example because. When it comes to uh, putting the strings on the talus, only uh, tzemer can uh, can be dyed with tchelas. So if you have a mitzvah of tchelas, you're going to need to use wool strings. Uh, and yet the Torah is pretty explicit that even a linen beged is chayiv and sitzes. So uh, it's th- th- that's one of the basis for asay uh, dochalose. We'll see later in the Gemara. So it's a little bit of a curious example to say that ati yochal and therefore it's not going to be asay dochalose. Say to give the example of tzitzis. No, tzitzis is an example of uh, that you're not able to be mekayim and therefore I say is dochalose. Uh, say that, that's why you're, uh, you have a linen uh, baggage. Someone just asked me Shaila last week that a guy came to shul with some funny looking talis and he said that he bought it in the old city, or whatever, and it's made out of 100% linen. So, uh, so what should he do about the string? So, he, okay, he's got a problem because uh, t- uh, we say when it's when So, if you really believe that you're, t- you're, you're really confident that your tchelas is real tchelas, then you could use woolen uh, strings, tchelas strings on a beggar that's made out of linen. If you lack that confidence, or if you don't have tchelas bechlal, so then you can't use wool strings. Then he's got to find uh, some other type of string, I don't know, cotton strings or something to use on his linen beggar. I don't know why he'd buy a linen talus. But okay, so that's the uh, so that's 
that's the uh, the the the, uh, the example the Mefarish gives. Now there is a machlokas rishonim. You know the Gemara is giving a, a rule over here. It's giving a klal that 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 whenever you're you're yochel you must be mekayim shneim. We would not apply the principle of asay docholos asay. So we're going to see later on that the principle, the concept of asay docholos asay, is a concept midoraisa. We learn it from uh, from from either tzitzis or we learn it from uh, milan uh, tzaraas. Well, it's a concept, certainly midoraisa. What about that detail within asay docholos asay? That if it's efshel mekayim shneim, then you must try to avoid the losa say, is that a din daraisa or is that only a din midrabanan? So the Beis Yosef in Lukos Tzitzis and Simon Yeralev says in the name of the Rambam that, uh, that it's a din midaraisa. However, they, uh, they bring rayas from, from Tosus and Psachim and Afehei that midaraisa say is docholos say even when it is Efshalakayim Shnehem and this whole din is only a din midrabanan. So it is a machlokas rishonim whether this detail is a detail midaraisa or is a detail midrabanan. But certainly when it's not possible to be Mekayim Eshneim. For example, there's Tzara'as on the Makam of the Mila, so you need to do a bris mila. you have a Mitzvah, but you can't do the Mila if there's Tzara'as on the Arla, so what are you going to do? There's an Isra, you're not allowed to cut off a, 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 a Nega, but so you have no choice. That's Ev Shalakayim Shneim, so then certainly you're allowed to, uh, the Asay is going to be Docha, the Los Asay. There's also Machlok to show them why it is that Asay is Docha, Los Asay. A broader Machlok to show them, just conceptually, meaning generally speaking, we assume that a love is much more chamer than an assay, right? If a person uh, fails to fulfill a mitzvah assay, there's no onesh in based in shalmata. A person uh, violates a los assay, he gets malchus. And typically we use onesh as a measuring stick to figure out how, how chamer something is. So why is it that assay is docha los assay if really lavim are more chamer than uh, the mitzvah assay? So it's machlugs rishonim. Rav Nisim Gon in Shabbos Tav Kuflam and Gimel Amad Aleph writes that even though a love is more chamer than an assay, I say is docholosa say because by every love there's a tenai that meikara the love was not given b'makom mitzvah sasei meaning it was like built into the love that Kodesh Baruch Hu says you're not allowed to cut off a negatzaras except that love doesn't apply when there's a mitzvah sasei to do it says if the love just disappears when there's a mitzvah sasei that was what that was given at Matan Torah that you have you have three hundred sixty-five los sasei's. Uh, except if it's b'makom a mitzvah sasei, then uh, then those los sasei disappear, right? Then the particular los sasei may be violating disappears. The Ramban says differently, though. The Ramban writes in uh, in his commentary on Chumash that even though the onesh of a lav is more chamer than the onesh of failure to do an assay, but actually being mekayim assay is a greater maila than avoiding a lav. Meaning, if if I if I'm not mekayim and I say I don't get punished the same as I uh, as as if I'm actually violating love. But when I am mekayim and I say when I do a mitzvah I say that is a great milah. That's a greater milah than uh, than than avoiding doing a love. And he says the the, the reason for that is because los says are all based in the concept of yiras Hashem, whereas mitzvah say are based on the concept of. Ahavas Hashem. That here is Hashem. I don't want to. I, I, I don't want to do the wrong thing. So I don't want to violate something. I don't want to do something that's going to upset a Kodesh Baruch Hu. Avas Hashem is I do something positive. So an say is an expression of Avas Hashem. And he says Avas Hashem is a greater Maila than Yiras Hashem. So say is going to be Dochalos say because it's a greater accomplishment to have Avas Hashem than it is to have Yiras Hashem. That's what Ramban writes that we have a principle that say is Dochalos say, but ain't say Dochalos say Shabbat Mikdash because there is a certain location on this 
earth where Yira takes on an, a, an increased uh, significance. And that is Es Mikdashai Tira'u. Right? When it comes to Mikdash, so there's an, an emphasis on Yira. So then you're not going to say Asidah Kalose because that's where Yira has to be the, the, uh, the, you know, the, the more prominent uh, uh, focus. So, uh, so that's the general Machlokas Rishonim as to why it is Asidah Kalose. Okay, but now the, the, all, that whole discussion was according to the Sheet of the Chachamim that a Mitzorah Dafka has to use a Ta'ar. However, according to Reb Lazar, it's not so clear because Reb Lazar holds, even if Teglach's Mitzorah is, uh, is with uh, other, could be done with other instruments, you would still need the Reboy of Zikano to teach me that the Teglachas is Docha, the Isra of Hazakan, because Reb Lazar learns that the Isra of Hazakan is also violated with other, with other instruments. So I, I still don't know, according to Rabbi Eliezer, how that Teglachas Mitzorah is with Meaning from the word Zikano, yes, it's teaching me that that which would normally be Aser, you're allowed to do to fulfill the mitzvah of Teglachas Mitzorah. So according to the Chamim, that it's only normally usher to shave your beard with a razor, so good. So Teglachas Mitzorah, the Pasuk Pesachano is telling me that you could do Teglachas Mitzorah with a razor. But according to Rav Lazar, you're not allowed to normally shave your beard with a Malkit and Rehitni either. So how do I see from Zikano? All Zikano teaches me is when you're a Mitzorah, you can shave with a Malkit, you can shave, uh, you can violate that Isser. But I don't see that, you're, that you necessarily must use a tar according to Rav Lazar. So Rabbi Eliezer, my taima, where does Rabbi Eliezer, what's the makor of the shita that Teglachas Mitzorah needs to be with the tar according to Rabbi Eliezer? So answers the Gemara, Yalif uh, Merosho. Rabbi Eliezer learns Teglachas Mitzorah, it has to be done with the tar from the reboy of the word Rosho, Titania, because the Brisa elaborates on the Pasuk. Pasuk describes Teglachas Mitzorah and it says that and then it starts getting specific. As Rosho, Vesakano, Veskabos so Rosha Matam Lomar. Why does it have to mention Tiglachas Rosh? It already says when Megaleach Kolsaro. So uh, what's the word Rosho coming to teach me? So the Brisa answers. It has to say Rosho to teach me that even a Nazir Mitzora is Chayiv in Tiglachas Lufishenemar Gabi Nazir because it says uh, about a Nazir during his Nazirus Tar Lo Yavar Al Rosho that he's not a, he's not allowed to be Megaleach his head with a Tar. So Yachal Af Nazir Mitzora. I would have thought that even a Nazir who's also a Mitzorah that's coming to do the Teglachas Tara during his Nazirus, Cain would have the same din that he's not allowed to be Megaleach as Rosh Hashanah that he's not allowed to use a, uh, a razor, Tamalomar, that's why the Pasuk says Rosho. The actual Rosho tell me that even if he's a Nazir, since he became a Mitzorah, he's Megaleach as Rosho, because the Mitzvah Saseh of Giluach Mitzorah is Docha the Losaseh of Tarlo Yavar al Rosho, and also the Asay of Gadel Perasa'ar Rosho. So from that, from the fact that I need a Pasuk to be Marba, a Nazir Mitzorah, to be Megaleach as Rosho, you see that Teglachas Mitzorah must be Betar, because if Teglachas Mitzorah was not Dafka, Mitzar, a Nazir Mitzorah could be Megaleach without a problem. I, don't, I wouldn't need a Reboy because the Yisra Giluach of a Nazir is only with a Tar. Meaning if uh, by the fact that, that there's a Reboy in the Pasuk which, which implies that there's a conflict over here, that how in the world is a Nazir who's a Mitzorah able to fulfill his Chiv as a Mitzorah of shaving and, 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 and that's going to be a conflict to, uh, to his Chiv as a Nazir to not shave. Well, wait a second. The Halacha by a Nazir, the Gemara is a 
assuming like the shita that holds that the halacha by Nazir is that he's only not allowed to cut his hair with the tar. So that's only a conflict if you hold that a mitzvah must cut his hair with the tar. So that's the uh, the limud. The uh, the fact that the pasuk assumes that there's a conflict must be teaching me that a mitzvah dafka has to cut his hair with a uh, with 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 a, with a tar. Now the um, the the uh, the the, the uh, Rishonim raised the uh, raised the question: How could it be that Teglachas Mitzoras Docha the Isur Giluach of a Nazir by a Nazir he violates the Isur as soon as he's Mikaleach a single hair on his head? That's what we learned yesterday. You, you cut remove one hair and it's a violation of the Isur Nazirus. The Mitzvah of Teglachas Mitzoras is only when you Mikaleach as Kol Rosho. Now another uh, limitation on the principle of Asay Dochalos Asay. We said already said one limitation. Asay is only Dochalos when it's when it's Efshar but another limitation is that it has to be be'idna, it has to be at the same time that you're being mekayim the mitzvah saseh that, that, that same time that you're violating the law you're being mekayim the mitzvah saseh but if you're going to tell me that a nazir is in violation of the law the second he removes a single hair on his head and you only fulfill the mitzvah of teglachas mitzvah when you remove all the hairs on your head so how could that be? how could we allow a mitzvah to do this uh, this teglachas? so uh, so, so the, the, uh, the, the what the uh, achronim suggests the Tori Evans suggests is that by in Isuri Nazir, there's a kula. Because by the assay of Nazir, the Rambam writes in Luchs Nazirus that uh, Nazir Mitzora doesn't have Kedusha. Um, uh, because the, the, at, during the time that he's a Mitzora, he doesn't have Kedusha's Nazir. And as far as the lav, the Gemara says that it's Yashru B'Sha'ela. You, you can undo the lav by doing a Sha'ela on the whole Nether Nazirus. So what he means is that since you're able to be Sha'el and to be Mvatal the Isser, it's considered as if there is no lav there at all. It's not. Uh, and that's why it's nidcha in the assay, even though it's not coming be'idna, it's not coming mamish at the uh, at the at the same time. The Gemara in Masechus Yevamos raises the question: Why why don't we learn from here that the Lakala Torakula that assay is dochalos assay? And the Gemara says that Isuri Nazir uh, has a heter b'she'elas chacham, and therefore it's more kal, and therefore you can't learn from there to kala Torakula. So the Rashba in a tshuva writes that that answer of the Gemara is really just a dichui. The real reason we don't learn to kala Torakula from Nazir is because the Asay of Mitzorah um, involves Shalom Bayis because uh, through uh, the fulfillment of his Torah process, he's now going to become Mutter Be'ishto. So that, that's a stronger Asay. Meaning the Rashford writes, the real reason we don't learn Asay Do'cholos Asay from the fact that a Mitzorah Nazir is allowed to do his Giluach is because of course we're going to allow a Mitzorah Nazir to do his Giluach. There's Shalom Bayis at stake. He, uh, he's not allowed to be with his wife so long as he's a Mitzorah. So that's a different kind of Asay. That's a much stronger Kind of assay, a fascinating comment of the uh, of the Rashba. But bottom line is, the Gemara wanted to know, according to Rabbi Eliezer, that uh, that, 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 that the, who disagrees with the Chabim and holds that Ashkasas Azakan is uh, is Asr even when you use other uh, implements, not only a razor. How does Rabbi Eliezer know that a Mitzora Dafka has to use a razor? So we say we learn it from the extra word Rosho. The fact that the Torah has an extra Rosho to uh, resolve the conflict of a Mitzorah Nazir tells me that there's a conflict of a Mitzorah Nazir, which therefore tells me that a Mitzorah has to use a Ta'ar. So it says, Mimai, how do I know that a Mitzorah has to use a Ta'ar? <laughs> Maybe a Mitzorah could fulfill his Mitzvah to Glachas using other uh, Kalim as well. Ah, then you can ask me, why do I need a Pasuk to be Matir or Nazir Mitzorah to be Megaleach with a Ta'ar from the Reboy of Rosho? Uh, 
nah, it could just be lememra da'afilu b'tar. Maybe it's telling me that mitzora is allowed to be megaleach rosh b'tar. Because al kadai t'chamina, I would have thought hol v'gavi nazir kiyav b'tar mechayiv. Since by a nazir that was megaleach rosh b'tar, he's chayiv malkus kavim mitzora nami. That a nazir mitzora lechayiv, he would also be chayiv malkus if he uses a tar. So kamash malandalo. Maybe the riboy of rosh is not telling me that he must use a tar. It's telling me that he may use a tar, that he's allowed to use a tar. So the Gemara rejects that dechia. No, the word Rosha must be telling me that a Mitzorah must use a tar, because he's sal kadaitach, ki avid b'milkat b'rehitni, mitzvah ka'avid. If you're going to tell me that you could fulfill the mitzvah of a Mitzorah, teglachas Mitzorah, with other implements, with a, with, a, with a tweezer or something like that, and you yotze the mitzvah of kiluach, so the riboy of Rosha is only telling me that he may use a tar, the fact that the Torah didn't say mefurash that a nazir should use a, that a mitzorah should use a tar, it's only a riboy. Um, so kareish lakish, that riboy wouldn't be enough because of the same reason we said like kareish lakish before that say is only docholos say when it's ef shalakayim shneim. Over here it's f shalakayim shneim. This would be if if you're going to tell me that a mitzorah could use other items, but we're going to let him use a tar anyway, then you're going against the rule of. Uh, of uh, when it's if you're going to go against the rule of when it's you better have a mafurish pasuk, not just a reboy in a pasuk. So the reboy in the pasuk can't be telling me that he may use a tar. It must be telling me that it's ef that he must use a tar. Okay, so now that we have differently mudim for how we derive uh, that a mitzorah must use a tar. We have one limit according to the Rabbanan and one limit according to Rabbi Eliezer. So the Gemara says, V'Rabbanan, Hayrosha, Maidar Shibay. The Rabbanan who learned Teglachas Mitzorah's Dafka Betar from the word Zekano, what do they learn from Rosho? Right? The Rabbanan used the word Zekano to teach me that Teglachas Mitzorah's Betar and Rabbi Eliezer used the word Rosho to tell me that Teglachas Mitzorah has to be, used, has to be with the tar. So V'Rabbanan, Hayrosha, Maidar Shibay. What did the Rabbanan learn from the word Rosho? So me they need the word Rosho, the Midchilav da Akafa, to tell me that a Mitzorah is allowed to violate the Yisra of Akafa Sarosh when he does his Teglachas. Titania, because the Bryce of Darshan says, follows, Lo Sakifu Pas Roshchem. There is an Yisra in the Torah, you're not allowed to cut off your payas. So Yachal Af Mitzorah Kane, I might think that when a person is a Mitzorah and he's going through his Teglachas, it's also for him to be Makif Pas Rosho as well. Tabaloma Rosho, that's why it says Rosho, which is extra to tell me that the Mitzvah's Kiluach Mitzorah is done. The Yisra of Los Akifu, because I say is Docholos Hase, and uh, therefore the uh, hair of the Peos is included in uh, Giluach. Uh, that, that the uh, Tosos points out that which uh, the Pasuk says Yigalech is Kol Saaro. Uh, I might have thought is excludes uh, um, is excludes the Peos. Meaning the the limit over here is that I might have thought that when when it's, the Torah says yeah that a Mitzorah has to be Megaleach all of his hair. So I might have thought that that means he has to be Megaleach all of the hair that he's allowed to be Megaleah but he should not be Megaleach there, that he's not allowed to be Megaleach. So that's what Rosho is coming to tell me, that he's even allowed to be Megaleach there when he's a Mitzorah, he has a Mitzvah of Giluach, he's even allowed to be Megaleach there, that he's normally not allowed to be Megaleach, that it even includes the, uh, the, the, the Peus. There is a discussion that the Achronim have, how is he allowed to be Makif, uh, how is it Mutter uh, to, for, for the Makif to be Megaleach? I mean, uh, the, the 
Torah gets a haircut. So uh, and that haircut involves shaving his whole head, right? So uh, for him, he has a mitzvah skivulach. So for him, it's going to uh, be docha his uh, iser. We have a riboy in the pasuk that it's docha his iser of losakifu. But but how's the barber allowed to do it? There's an iser of the bar- a barber's not even allowed to cut off the pace of a katan. It's a violation of losakifu. So how's the barber allowed to do it? So that's a discussion that uh, that the uh, the achronim raised. It's an interesting uh, discussion in Sol, right? Why we assume that there is a barber? Maybe he's just doing it himself. Okay, but that's the discussion that they raise. But the bottom line is that what do the rabbanon use the word rosho for? To tell me that a mitzora when he's getting it, when he's doing his teglachas can cut off his pains. So lamely the mitzvah of rosho. But uh, ask the gemara, why does it have to say rosho to tell me that uh, that that you're allowed to cut off your pains? mizakano. Why can't we learn it from the word zikano? After all, Titania, we have a brisa that elaborates on the pasuk zikano matamalomar. Why does it mention teglachas hazaka? And the pasuk already says he's got to cut off kol sa'aro. So what's uh, zikano coming to teach me? So the brisa explains that it, it's, it's zikano is teaching me that a kohen mitzora has to be megalech zikano as well. Lefishenemar, because it says by kohanim upaas zikanam lo yigalechu that kohanim have a separate iser of shaving the peos hazakan. So yachal af mitzora. I might think that af mitzora came that a, a kohen mitzora has that same iser that he's not allowed to be megalech zikano that's why it says the actual word Zakano to tell me that even if he's a Kohen, since he has Saras, he's allowed to be Megaleach Zakano because the Mitzvah Saseh of Giluach Mitzorah is Docha the Lo Saseh of Pasa Zakanam Lo Yigalechu. So the Gemara is asking if I learn from Zakano that I say is Docha Lo Saseh, why does it need, why do I need the extra Rosho to, uh, to tell me that, it, that the Saseh of Tiglach Mitzorah is Docha the Isra of cutting off the Payas? I already have a Limud. That it's docha that teklachs mitzora is docha the yisur of hashchasas hazakan. So I already see I say docha los to say v'lamilin nechtav zikano. The Torah should have just written one of these ribuyim. I wouldn't need both of these uh, these ribuyim. So answer the gemara tzrichi. No, I need both of these uh, ribuyim, rosho and zikano. Why? Because the kas of rachmana zikano v'lo kas of rosho. If it only would have said zikano and not rosho, have I mean a kafas kol rosh lashma kafa? I would have thought that the Torah does not. That the Torah only answers when you shave off the payas, but you leave the hair on top of the head. That, 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 that's what I would have thought. Because that's, because, and the, the logic would be, the way Tulsa explains and the Rush explains the logic, the logic would be that the Yisra of HaKafas is to have a guyish looking haircut. And the guyish looking haircut was to have hair on top of the head and to be mashva the, uh, the sides. But it's not called being mashva the sides when you have nothing, when there's no hair whatsoever. That would have been the Havamina. There are other Rishonim that say the Havamina a little differently. Rashi Nivamas writes that the Havamina is that the, the Pasuk says Pa'as. So that to be Mema'it HaKafas Kalarosh. That the Yisra is only when you're only cutting off Pa'as, but not when you're cutting all the hair on the, on the head. The other logic is uh, the Rambam in Sefer Mitzvos writes that the Yisr is because it's a derech, uh, uh, um, it's, it's the derech of the priests of Avodah to be megaleach only the peos. So begiluach kolarosh, you don't look like the uh, the priests of uh, the Avodah So whether it's because hashva'a, whether it's because of the word pass, whether it's because it's not a gayisha haircut in the end of the day, bottom line is there's a hava amina that a kavas kolarosh would not be a violation of the Yisr. Lachikavs rosho. That's why I have rosho to tell me. 
Tani that uh, the reason that you're allowed to be Megalech, the Peos by Mitzorah, is not because of the Isra of Akavas Rosh is only when you're uh, is, is only when you cut off only the Peos and doesn't apply when you're Megalech Kalarosh. No, it's because of Asedo Chalos say. So you see that even Hakavas Kalarosh, that there is an Isra. Vikas of Rosho, and if it only would have said Rosho, the Lokas of Zakano, and would not have said Zakano, so then Hava Amina, I would have said that even though from the Reboy Rosho, Mashmatarti, there are two Limudim, Da'asi Asei V'dachi Yislo Sasei, that Asei is Do'chalo Sasei, and umashmet hakavas kol rosh ma'akafa, and second that that uh, that hakavas kol rosh is called an isra of hakafa. That if you shave all the all the hair, it's called an isra of hakafa. Otherwise, I would not need to be docha the lav. There's only a lav to be docha because shaving the entire head is a violation of the lav. Va'akati, but the din of teglach betar minalim, but the din that mitzora needs to do is giluach betar. Where would I learn that from? Lahachikas rachmana. That's why the Torah has to say zikano. To tell me that Teglachas Nazir of Mitzorah is Docha the Isser Teglachas of a Nazir, that the mitzvah of Teglachas Mitzorah is Docha the Isser Teglachas of a Nazir, so it must be that he has to Dafka use a tar, because if Teglachas Mitzorah was uh, not Dafka Betar, a coin Mitzorah could be Megaleach as well, and we would not have needed a special uh, reboy, because the Isser of Ashkaz Zakan is only Betar, Rabbi Eliezer, and Rabbi Eliezer who does not learn from that reboy of Rosho like the Rabbanan that Teglachas Mitzorah is Docha the Isser of Akavasar Rosh. He learns from that reboy that a Nazir Mitzorah is Megaleach Betar. So he learns that an Asay is Dochalos from a different Pasuk. What Pasuk does he derive that Asay is Dochalos from? So Yalif, he learns it from Tzitzis, Migidilim, Detanya, because the Brysa says, Lo Tilba Shatnis. It says in the Torah that you're not allowed to wear Shatnis. And right next to that uh, Isser in the Torah of not wearing Shatnis, it says Gedilim Tasalach, that you're supposed to have Tzitzis. So from the smichus, it is in Sefer Dvarim. So since it's in Sefer Dvarim, we darshan smichus in Sefer Dvarim. From the smichus of the Yisra Shatnis and the midst of tzitzis, hagadilim tasalucha mayhem. We see that you're allowed to make uh, tzitzis even from shatnis. So you see that the mitzvah sasei of tzitzis is docha the los sasei of shatnis. So I don't need the riboy of rosho to be matir to glachas mitzora, who's not a nazir to be docha the Yisra of hakavas harosh. Because anyway, it just fits the general uh, principle of asei docha los sasei. And that's where Rabbi Lazar uses that reboy to tell me that a, for Dafka for a Mitzora who happens to also be a Nazir. Okay, but from tomorrow we'll pick up Membez and at the two dots on the top. Everyone have a wonderful day and welcome back, Kenny. Wow. Okay.